You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all well. Great time of worship this morning. Didn't want it to end. Just wanted to continue. But here we are. So, as Tyler's already said, we're doing this series called A View From Above. And for those that you are new here or visiting, I just want to run through just to cover what we've, what we've looked at over these past few weeks. And it started with this, with this view of God's plan. Looking in Jeremiah 29, 11, it's like, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. A word that was given to the Israelites at the time and now is applicable to us as we're engrafted into that, into that plan as well. God has a plan that is measurably more than we can ask or imagine. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm going to ask, I need, I need a response today. Yeah. I get tired of my own voice, I don't know about you, but I'm going to need, I'm going to need some feedback today. Okay? It helps me out. You know, the world feeds this standard of success, but God calls a transitions of identity in Christ, whereby what we think of what, or what the world thinks is of no comparison to who we are in Christ. A greater plan than we can ever imagine. We're no longer suppressed by the enemy, but we're reaching a level that we just cannot fathom. It's an incredible plan of God. And we have to understand that our concept of that level and God's concept of what that level is, is completely different. We can only begin to scratch the surface of God's incredible plan. And then Tyler, the week after, shared this thought about increase through release. God wants to bring increase into our lives. The world Right, says, save up your money, save up your riches, be wealthy. But God says to store up your riches in heaven. Yeah? Sowing more means that we can release more. Yeah? God gives so then we can give it out. It's not for us to hang on to. It's for us to pour out. And we come into this world with nothing, and so we will leave this world with nothing. But God gives so that we are willing to release it on. Yeah? And then Chris shared this thought about wisdom through foolishness. Wisdom in God's kingdom is foolishness to the world. Yeah? Faith completely in God. Faith in the one who died on the cross is foolishness to the world. But standing in that foolishness through hope, through faith, is where wisdom lies. It flips it on its head in opposed to the world. And then Tyler again shed his thought about greatness through servanthood. Jesus does not correct our ambition for greatness. It is right to strive for greatness. He wants us to be great. But then... To be great means we are to be the lowest, to serve, to be willing to serve others. 
God calls us to be servants. The higher we wish to strive, the greatest the servant we must become. That was one of the lines that really stood out to me. The highest we want to become in God's kingdom, yeah, the greater the servant we must be. And then last, last week we had this thought about love through rejection. You know, sharing through that passage in Matthew about loving your enemies. You know, we would not in ourselves love those that are against us or irritate us. How annoying is it? Someone really, and God says, love them. As I have loved you, love them. We are called to be stewards of love, which brings about blessing, not in our lives, not only our lives, but the lives of those that we interact with. That was my sum up. <laughs> I hope you're still with me. <laughs> this morning, we're looking at this thought of fruitfulness through the Holy Spirit. Fruitfulness through the Holy Spirit. And I wanted to look at, I was thinking, okay, how do we define fruitfulness? And looking up, it was like producing good or helpful results or being productive. But when I look into the words, that definition is very limited. And so I kind of, with you, if you want to join me, you want to explore what is fruitfulness through the Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bibles on you, your hard copy, your electric copy. Well, we've got the projector right behind us, just for your benefit. We've got it covered today. We're going to turn to John 15. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 17. This passage says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit in itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, 
love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. There is so much rich content just in that passage. But I just want to look at a few points that really struck me and I think just underlines this thought of fruitfulness through the Holy Spirit. And the first is remain. It's said so many times around that passage, remain. Fruitfulness in our lives will only be the result if we are attached to the Father. We've already heard over these past weeks, God has a plan for our lives. And we not only have to grasp the responsibility, but understand the privilege. Yeah? We need to maintain an active, unbroken relationship with God. Fruitfulness does not come about from doing what we want. It's not 50-50 Christianity. It's not about, okay, I'll do this one day, but the other day I'll do things for myself. It's remaining connected to the Father in every aspect of our lives. It's about being willing vessels for God to bear the fruit of his kingdom. Yeah? In Matthew 5, 16, it says, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Through the work we do, as we remain in God, as we can stay connected with him, those things that we do, people will see. And it doesn't point to you, it points to God through you. That's not only a responsibility, but a privilege. Can we bear fruit in our own strength? It's a question you can respond. Can we bear fruit in our own strength? Or can we bear the fruit God requires of us in our own strength? Jesus gave a warning in Matthew 7, verse 16. He was warning against false teachers, false prophets. It was, by their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. 
Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. He was warning against false teachers, but I see a relevance to us, is that we can walk in our own ways and believe we're doing right, but in fact we're detached from the Father. We've got to remain to God, yeah? Only then can we bear the fruit that he desires of us. If we remain in the Father, whenever people look at your life, the way you are, they should be able to see the Father out working through you. point is that if we do not remain in the Father, we are no longer a part of his plan. Yeah. His plan will prevail. You know. His plan, whether we choose to be walk with him or not, his plan will prevail. But if we choose to be cut off, if we choose to not be attached, then we have no value, we have no purpose. God has a plan for every one of your lives, every one of our lives, far greater than we can imagine. And if we stay remain to the Father, we'll see the outworking of that. In verse 2 of this passage in John, it says that, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Now it's right that we are attached to the Father, but we can got to understand that it's not going to be happy days from there onwards. It's not going to be easy. It's like, okay, I believe in God, I'm going to walk in your ways, great, sorted, my life is done. No, he's going to prune you. He is going to knock off the dead wood. It's, a, it's even a form of suffering. Suffering for us, because we don't like to go through these, these things that we go through. But if we understand that God is with us and working through us, he is shaping us to be a greater tool for his kingdom. Pruning is the process used by God on a willing participant. We already said bearing fruit is not easy in our own strength. And I was thinking over this, thinking, what is it like to be pruned? Gardeners will understand about pruning back flowers or pruning, pruning back plants, and then they grow back stronger. And thinking, oh, you cut off something, that's going to hurt. And the thought, the line that came to mind was, great fruitfulness is often the result of great suffering. <coughs> Sometimes we have to go through things that we can't bear or stand, things that are painful. But knowing that God is shaping us, molding us to be a strong branch in his kingdom's plan. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship. Yeah? Created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he has planned. 
emphasis on workmanship. He's working on us. He's work- we're his design. And he's constantly shaping and molding us if we are willing, yeah, to be a strong branch for him. When a branch is attached to the tree, it will survive the pruning process and it will grow back stronger, yeah? But the branch that is not bearing fruit is effectively detached. If you try to prune dead wood, it will break off. It will snap and crumble. It will wither away because it has no purpose, has no value anymore. I don't know about you and me, but that kind of freaks me out. It's like, I don't want to be the branch that is dried up. I don't want to be the branch that no longer is attached. I don't want to be a branch that when God tries to prune me, I will break away and fall away. I want to be a branch that is firmly in my, in my Father's hand so that he can move through me and shape me for his kingdom's glory. And the great thing is, is that it shapes us. It shapes our character. It's the next thing that it produces character. The result of the continuous pruning process Fruit comes from God. Fruit comes from God, but it, fruit comes at the end of a branch that is well pruned. If you turn with me into Galatians. Galatians 5, 23 It says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the the characteristics, the fruit that can be within us. Our character shaped through the Holy Spirit moving through us. I've looked over this passage many times, fruit of the Spirit, and I look at love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and I'm thinking, that's impossible. I can't love everybody. I can't be joyful in all situations. I can't be patient all the time. Some people drive me up the wall. But I'm missing the point. You know, we can pray, Lord, give me more patience. Lord, do this in me, do that in me. Make sure, help me love other people. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. The Spirit working through you produces these things. We can't do it in our own strength. We pray for patience, and then a situation comes along for you to be patient, you're like, ugh. If you're attached to the Father, 
allowing him to shape you and prune you, those things will come out. These things are the outworking of the Spirit moving through our willing hearts and minds as we remain in Christ. Bearing fruit for God means you have to be willing. Willing to be a part of his plan and purpose. Willing to suffer. Willing to go through difficulties. But then not only are those that we interact with, not only those that look upon our lives, not only can they see God working through us, and see God physically represented, but we too receive things that we cannot imagine. Can you imagine greater joy, peace, those things I just said, kindness, goodness, those things naturally outflowing through you in different situations that you're in. I could not do that in my own strength. I've got a picture, if you want to put that picture up. I think this will really help just get the focus. You cannot bear the fruit God wants you to bear unless you allow the Holy Spirit to move through you. Trying to bear fruit in your own strength will cause you to wither, weaken and become detached from the source. I had a picture when I was putting this together of a fruit tree. See, when you look upon a tree, when, you, when you're walking down a, a street or you pass by like a fruit tree, you, you can look at it. And what do you see? You, you marvel at the tree, don't you? Yes? Look how beautiful that tree is. Look how much fruit is on that tree. No one looks at the individual branches of which the fruit hangs off. You don't see someone walking down the street saying, oh, look at that particular fruit on that particular branch. That branch is bearing good fruit. They look at the whole picture. They see everything in unison. And this is what... I see as the visible representation of God's outworking plan through us. We are called to be a branch in the collective whole of God's purpose in spreading his kingdom here on earth. It's through us that the Holy Spirit can produce the kingdom's fruit in us, through us, and for the benefit of others. All for the Father's glory. This is why I said at the start that we must understand that it's a privilege, but also a responsibility. Are you a branch that is, that is remaining in the vine, or are you withering or weakening? potentially on the verge of being cut off. 
You may be someone in the process of pruning and you don't understand that you're in a pruning process. It's difficult when we go through those times, but the, re the results will be immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. I look at that picture and I say, if I can be just a twig with one little fruit off it, but that's still part of the collective whole, You know, I'm blessed. You know, what a privilege, what a joy that is to be a part of God's kingdom. But I can't do this in my own strength. I need to be, first of all, willing before God to say, God, first of all, I want to be attached to you. I want to remain in you. And if you're willing, Will you pour out through, by your Holy Spirit, your kingdom's fruit in my life? So that not only I can benefit from that, but everybody I speak to, everybody I see, everyone I interact with, can see you. Because it's for his glory. So I don't know where you are today. I don't know what kind of week you've had. But understand that you are a valuable branch in God's plan. You are a valuable part of God's plan. And he wants to move through you by his spirit and produce kingdom's fruit. Probably fruit that will be foolishness to this world. But fruit that magnifies him. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.